This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Planet Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Ahoy, hoy. This is Jesse. This, uh, <clears throat> this, I feel like that was topical last episode when we talked about something sea-related, right? Radon? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, radon? Radon? The sea of radiation. Uh, it's not topical today. Well, no, I could tie it in. I can make it work. Oh, yeah. Remember the good old days where we used to quiz Jesse on how to swing things back to geology? Yeah. I was just going to say I'm on I'm on the molten ocean today. Oh, I like it. Um, What are we talking about today there, Chris? Well, we got uh number one. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah. We're so talking episode friends out there. Oh, one, you know, four. hang on. In Jesse's defense, last week's episode was Oceans. Oh, it was. Yes. I knew it. I knew yeah. it wasn't crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was Man, way off. Sorry. We, I, I, I was right there with you, Chris. I thought it was radon because we were talking about radon. <laughs> so uh, be, before we begin, we get back to the good old days when we rambled for 45 minutes and people did not care for that. Uh, I cared for it because it was the best part of my day. Yeah. Um, should we, should we say something about our, our format moving forward through the semester or just not worry about it? Uh, we can go, we can say, yeah. So we're going to, uh, just FYI, we're going to, we're still going to be doing the podcast, but we're just going to, for a little bit, we're just going to switch it to every other week. Yeah. That's yeah, spring, these two college professors semester. over here, you know, they're they're quote unquote busy with their nine hours a week of teaching. Not actually used to doing work and so when I have to do it. I don't know how to function. No, I'm busting chops too. I, I was actually late today because I do teach class, but I teach at night, which happens to be the night that we record. So I'm flying home and then turning my computer on. Yeah. So anyway, yes. So long story short, just for uh, the next couple of months, we're going to do every other week format. So we apologize for the delay. You know, we hope you'll still stick with us and love us and share us to all your friends. But uh, yeah, so th- that's our little formatting update. Not not to be confused with the formatting formula, who is also awesome. But yeah. Well, all right, so let's get on. We'll get on with the uh we'll get on with the show. How about that? On Episode 156. We still don't know what it is though. Well, we're gonna talk about the inner core spinning. Inner core spinning. Yeah. So uh so the whole thing about this uh this week's episode was uh, it, uh the uh the inspiration for this week's episode was because there was uh this interesting article that came out in nature geoscience um, just the other day just the other day yeah what is the that paper do we have the name of that it yeah oh. uh it was it was multi decadal variations of earth's inner core rotation yeah it was published uh december 21st the solstice yeah so for uh-huh. reference we're recording this on the 25th of January. Yeah. So we're 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 a few days old, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh it's an interesting article talking about the spin of the inner core. So uh and the other reason uh I you know I, we felt it was a good idea to uh talk about this. I've actually had a couple of people ask me, a couple of people saw this article, kind of got picked up on some news feeds and stuff. Uh I know it got picked up on like CNN and um uh, a couple of the other large news feeds and I had some people asking me like, is this how, is this like the, the earth's magnetic field shutting off because of this? And so I figured, you know, let this be a good one to talk about uh, some of the, and also if uh, I did notice as I was kind of looking up this, you know, seeing what some of the news feeds said about this, there was some, some stuff that wasn't factually correct. 
Uh, well, let's so- let's break it down real, real quick. Just total like generic, dumb it down to geology one hundred and one. Yeah. So we we have the solid inner core, which is molten, or I'm sorry, it's <laughs> solid nickel iron. Solid the solid inner core solid which is molten. molten. <laughs> Hang on. So we've a solid inner core of you know metal, iron yeah, and nickel. Iron, yeah. iron and nickel. Molten outer core. Mm-hmm. Which is also metallic, and because of they're Iron spinning, they're creating a magnetic field. Yeah, and yeah. So the 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 molten outer core convex; it's in motion because near the center of the Earth, it's hotter, so that rises and it cools off and sinks back down. So you get convection as the inner core spins. Mm-hmm. So and then it, since it's um, uh, the outer core, it's it's liquid iron nickel as that as that circulates around and convects around. It uh, it's called the dynamo effect, and that's what controls um, the magnetic fields on Earth. That was my nickname in high school, by the way. Dynamo <laughs> the, effect. Dynamo. Yeah. Mine was the magnetic field. Chris's <laughs> was right. molten outer core. <laughs> <laughs> Convection? I don't know. <laughs> convection. <laughs> it's uh, old convection, Chris. <laughs> so, okay, and then, uh, and then, so we go out of the core. Did we say the mantle? I don't think we said talk about the mantle yet. The mantle outside of that is um, that's solid. You're talking of, about the uh, mantle. The mantle. mantle. It's solid, made of um, you know a dense rock, and then um, the crust. The, the the thinnest part of the earth and that is uh uh made made a solid rock that's not as dense as the mantle so yeah so the i mean the density increases the core is obviously the densest the core has a density of like let's say 10 to 15 mm-hmm. grams per cubic centimeter whereas at the surface not the crust continental crust is what three 2.75 yeah yeah yeah. And an ocean crust is 3.2, 3.3. So like <clears throat> the core is three to five times as dense. That's super dense. Yeah. yeah. The density of the inner core, would you say 15 grams per cubic? 10 to 15. 14.3. According Nailed to it. <laughs> wikidata.org. That's and, uh, legit. Yeah. And and again, we, we know all this, not because we've, Drill to hold to the center of the earth. Thanks for nothing, Jules Fern. But uh no, because of geophysics, right? Mm. We we can measure this based on earthquakes send off vibrations through the earth, and we can measure the refraction and reflection of these different earthquake waves. Some can go through liquid, some can't. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. P waves go through liquid, S waves, there's no shear strength in a liquid. So S waves either transform or they die. Uh, you know, um, and that's part of this story is that they use seismic waves for this study. Yeah. So I just, uh, that's all. I just wanted to get to the basics. Yeah. And if you do, by the way, are interested in how the farthest that humans have ever drilled down, check out our episode on the call of super deep borehole. Yeah. It's good one. Steve's looking at that. That was a fun one. I did. uh, My favorite part, my favorite fun fact about that podcast episode was, People that would go to the super, they would were at the 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 site of the super deep borehole, and they said they could hear demons. I yeah. was just gonna say it's obviously <laughs> haunted. I mean, that's obviously, why they stopped, right? They yeah. stopped because of the demons down the. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> episode episode one hundred eight back in uh, September of twenty twenty one. It had nothing to do with the fact that the rocks sort of getting too gummy to drill down and became an engineering nightmare. It was very hot. Yeah, the drill nothing. bits kept melting. Yeah. Was, I mean, demons. engineering problems, technological problems can be overcome. Ghosts? Nope. Can't. Gotta shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, you have, uh, do you have a favorite layer of the earth? Who are you asking? You're asking me or anyone? Know, open open, open question. Above. Yeah, man, I never. No one's ever asked me that question before. I'm <laughs> no, unprepared. I don't think I've ever been asked that question either. And I, no, I, I mean, do you? No, I don't. I gotta think about it. I like I mean, the what crust. You, the crust, you, you the crust to... is a pretty fun place to hang out. I on, do right? like the crust, <laughs> right? But then, th- then do you go quantity, and you're like mantles where it's at. 
Like, yeah. or do you go, and, and it, interesting, I'm just going to be that solid ball in the middle of the earth, buddy. Yeah, the, the inner core, you know, it's like, it's almost the size of the moon. It's just a big ball of iron and nickel. Can you imagine? No. That's a big piece of metal. <laughs> that's you a lot of spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with it. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with it. <laughs> I'd probably try and like get on top of it and run like I was a lumberjack on it. Oh, there you something. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Let me know how that works out. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody, I'm going to re- reverse the magnetic field. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone, hold on. <laughs> this is anyway. a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> anyhow, let's get back to this uh, this this topic here. All right. What about the... Uh, how, what what are we doing? We're talking about the the rotation of the inner core. So it was it was it was discovered um, in 1996 that the inner core rotates on its own. The year I graduated um, high school. Sheesh. Yeah, Steve I discovered that. I was. What were you doing in your senior year of high school? Yeah, because your senior high school project. <laughs> yeah, just doing some light geophysics. <laughs> turns out, <laughs> inner core rotates independently of the Earth. Take that. And I mean, to some extent, it it makes like conceptually it makes sense. Where you think about like, think about a figure skater spinning, and if they're spinning when they're standing up. Uh, they're going, you know, a certain speed, but as they start crouching down, they speed up and speed up and speed up. So, you, you know, the inner core, this mold, this solid ball of iron, super dense, super massive, you know, to me, it makes sense that it would have more angular momentum. It would spin faster. Yeah. I guess maybe it's just me. <laughs> well, it's spinning. That's what uh that's what we learned back in 1996. Yeah, it turns out I was wrong. <laughs> this is the takeaway from today's episode. Um so they, they used and they used data from the 70s, 80s and 90s, seismic data. They're using like 30 years of seismic data. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Um so what makes the inner core rotate? Do you ever think about that? I, I well, kind of thought it was like the impact from the moon. Just uh, yeah. Senate, Senate spinning and just been spinning ever since. But yeah, that's, the same a, that's re- a weak answer, but I don't well, know. It's the same reason the earth is spinning, right? Because just leftover momentum from accretion. Never thought about that. Um, I thought you had an answer. I was just no, spitballing. The, the inner core. I'm talking about the inner core. I'm, I'm going to say why the inner core wrote, uh, spins. Not talking uh, about Earth. You just you, you changed the topic here. I'm trying to follow the topic. For the, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's some like I don't know underground troll. Yeah, well, or, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with those demons in that cola borehole. Or maybe, has- maybe they're not like angry demons. They're just holding on for dear life because <laughs> they're spinning so fast. It's like a terrible roller coaster. I feel like if we go like this for like forty to sixty more seconds, Chris will hang up on the <laughs> pretty close. To- for the patrons who are watching, it keeps seeing Chris put his microphone down in disgust. <laughs> Jesse and I keep riffing. <laughs> That's right, Steve. The inner core, the rotation of the inner core of the Earth <laughs> is driven by electromagnetic torque that comes from the magnetic field generated in the outer core. Wait, ah. really? Yeah, really? I mean, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> really. Huh. And so that so that that causes, like I said, electromagnetic torque and the the inner core spins. And then um, it's also that driving force is uh, uh, balanced by gravitational coupling between the inner core and the heterogeneous mantle. So, um, and that tends to slow down the the rotation. Explain further. Explain that further. 
<laughs> well, I just uh, I guess they're they're the the outer the let's see the inner core. It, it makes sense. You, the, the, gravitationally locked. They're coupled together. Yeah, yeah. You have the mantle. The density of the mantle is sort of balancing and pulling on it, and that. And because that the the mantle is not homogeneous, it's gonna not couple as well during some periods of time and it's going to couple well during other periods and of time. So, so here's, we should just take one step back and start over. All right. <laughs> just start Welcome the to the geology. Hello planet. everyone. Welcome <laughs> to the geology. <laughs> no, but I, I, you, you talked about the dynamo. And so the, when you, you know, you have the rotating inner core and the convecting liquid mantle, sorry, liquid metal of the outer core, on dynamo, you create electricity and you could do this on your, you know, you look at any simple motor and it's just mm -hmm. a piece of metal wrapped in copper and mm -hmm. it, you spin that and that generates electricity. Whenever you generate electricity, you generate magnetism and that's, yep. so this is where the magnetic field is, is created. So when you're talking Couldn't about have said it better myself, oh, shucks. So, <laughs> uh, so like you mentioning here that it's, it's this torque, you know, that's, because of this dynamo right yeah mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah if you've ever dropped a <clears throat> dropped a magnet through a copper tube have you guys ever done this oh uh, so if you drop a magnet what do you think i do every weekend <laughs> if you drop a magnet through a copper tube um it the magnet with the metal you know copper's not magnetic but the magnet generates uh electromagnetic field but it creates these eddy currents that actually slows the magnet down so if you were to drop a magnet you know it drops at nine point you know eight oh meters per second per second cube you know the rate of gravity but if you drop a magnet <laughs> through a copper tube it drops at like one third of that speed it drops like real slow huh. you know what <clears throat> i've been doing some light plumbing and I've got the old copper pipe that I cut out, and I've got some PEX that I'm replacing it with. Ooh, mm -hmm. a nice little physics experiment. Yeah, show my kids some gravity, watch them be unimpressed, mm, feel bad for a while, and then I guess fix my pipe. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but but I'm saying that that eddy current, those that dynamo effect, like I could see that end up spinning the inner core in that in that way, and I so. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about the magnetic field and the spin and, and some ideas about that. But I guess we should keep on keeping on here. You mean the, to our perfectly formatted outline? Yeah, we're getting off track. We should follow those bullet points. We should follow those bullet points. And you know how you can figure out how to make bullet points? Formattingformula.com. Or you actually just go all over you. I'm sorry. Formattingformula.com. Is that what you Yeah. Formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your word document formatting needs. And, and again, I, I, you know, I beat this dead horse several thousand times, but um, this is not just for basic word stuff. I, they have basic word stuff covered on their YouTube videos, but anything from um, custom toolbars to, uh, regulatory documents that have to be formatted in a very specific way to just, Hey, I have a 600 page dissertation on whale hunting in the 1830s. And I have 47 Riv figures. Riveting. Can you, can you, very specific. Can you yeah, fix was... this? <laughs> Are you working on a, a PhD right now? In the I'm not, I'm of, not, but of whaling in the I mean, in New England during the 1700s. The 1830s was when uh, the Essex went down, and that's what Moby Dick is loosely based on. Uh, yeah, obviously. Come Fun on. fact. Yeah. Anyway, formattingformula.com. Check them out for all of your Word document formatting needs. I um, <clears throat> I had a the formatting formula graciously sent us some tote bags years ago, and I used that tote bag as like a, a field bag for field trips. I would throw like my compasses, like if students needed clipboards, take that thing every semester on all my field trips. It was nice. Great. Um, but it got beat up 
and just like is, is this you prodding the formatting formula for a new tote bag <laughs> uh a little bit because two weeks ago we were like cleaning stuff out and uh sarah found it and she's like yeah this needs to go and i was like oh man love that tote but it was like ripped and stained and you couldn't you couldn't patch it up ah uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty rough yeah sounds like one you of those, one of those the straps geo- was like knotted geologyflannelcast.com and see if we sell totes hmm merch idea yeah it is a good idea no we'll we talk do have stickers and t-shirts and <laughs> mugs but i don't think we have need, totes i think we we're, we're gonna do a spring refresh Ooh, I, like I a say redesign that. yeah new merch dropping spring maybe this year all right, we yeah. should probably brainstorm about this off the air. So moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> so formatting formula, I love your service. Need a new tote. Got it. All right, it's out there. Yeah. Um. All right, so did we say that, uh, I think we already said this, that the inner core of the Earth rotates faster than the Earth's spin. We said this, right? Did now. We did now. Do you know, okay. you know so, what we call that? What do you, what? Super rotation. Oh yeah, the super rotation. Okay, I thought you were going to say a joke or something, but you're being no, no, curious. <laughs> okay, sometimes I'm earnest about my <laughs> knowledge. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and so the main thing is is this this rotation is it steady or is it variable? And so that's kind of what this this recent uh, paper is uh, kind of addressing here. So and uh, oh, go ahead. Oh uh, no, no, you go. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, drop in my point later. All right. So how do you how do you figure this stuff out? How do you how do you figure? And we Jesse, I think I think it was Jesse kind of mentioned this a couple minutes ago. But like, how do how do we study this? Uh, what the inner core is doing? We can't go down there. But uh, what we can do is we can harness the power of Mother Nature. We can have Mother Nature do all the work, and we just kind of uh, you know uh, follow her along. And so that's 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 what they did for this this article. Um, we can't get down to this part of the earth, but what we're really good at doing is following how seismic waves uh, propagate through the earth. That's kind of what seismologists do. They're really good at watching sound waves from earthquakes uh, move through the earth. So this, this can tell you valuable information. This is how originally the different um, the different layers of the earth were uh, was determined. Because as sound waves move through during um, when you hit the boundary of the between different layers, the density changes. And so what ends up happening is um, uh, seismic waves get refracted or, as Jesse said earlier, uh, so- some types of waves like S waves can't move through liquids because they have no shear because uh, of the shear strength issue. So um, that's how we know the the. Um, what the inside of the earth is. So what they did was for the study, they went back uh, all the way back to the 1970s, looking at earthquake data and looking at kind of just tracking the seismic waves going through the earth. And one of the things that they were looking at was they had earthquake. They were looking at earthquakes from the same location, but just at different times. Right. So, you know, uh, in one location, you know, and you just over time, you had an earthquake rip, you know, multiple times there. And um, and to, just to kind of make this simple, because it does get it does. It, it's a when you look at the actual analysis that they they did in this paper, it's it's pretty it's pretty complicated. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. uh, there's a lot of. And, yeah. and and when you do any science experiment, you you want to have you want to hold some variable constant. So mm-hmm. the, in this case, their constant variable was the location of the earthquake. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously not one, just one location. There was a couple locations that had several earthquakes over several decades. But, you know, you, you have to hold something true in order to measure it against other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what you can look, what they're looking at is the, so they call these repeat earthquakes. And these are earthquakes are following from the, from the same location just at different times, it's different temporally, right? That's what we'd say. And so what they're looking at, they're, uh, you can figure out, you can look at the waveform, uh, how the waveforms are moving, and then also the travel time of the moving through the earth. And you can figure out, looking at those variables, you can you can determine rotation within inside the inner core. 
So this is what uh this Which is, is kind pretty of pretty nuts. Come on. It is pretty nuts. And that's the, you know, yeah. that's a, that's a you know, to put it in scientific terms, a crap ton of data to sift through to figure that out. But God bless geophysicists. Yeah. So what uh what what they found was that um the the inner core has basically it's slow the rotation of it has pretty much slowed down or drastically been reduced since uh 2010 so about 10 years now where the inner core is kind of uh really isn't doing much rotationally speaking yeah more than 10 right yeah the same speed as the earth's rotation and then it's actually dropped below that which is what we call sub-rotation yeah Uh, don't get me wrong in my head 2009 was a couple of years ago, but in reality, yeah. 2009 was actually 14 years ago. It was 14. You're right. Um, Time flies. <laughs> you're having fun, you know. And the the Earth is rotating at 1,400 kilometers per hour, which is about 900 miles an hour. How fast can an African elephant run? Yeah. So good, good question. Don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast episode unless we talked about African elephants or coal. Those are the <laughs> yeah. check and check. So uh, they also saw. So we see this uh, this change in rotation, and uh, but it also occurred in the nineteen seventy in the early nineteen seventies, um, and. Uh, so what they're finding is looking at all of this earthquake data, you see this uh, uh, this multi-decadal oscillation of the inner core uh, occurring in this cycle of over like, about every seven decades. The cycle repeats itself. So here's the kicker with this. All right. So talking about the, the inner core um, rotating. Um, well, it also ties in with some other things. Okay. Uh-oh. It's not just, it's not just the, uh, um, you know, not just about the inner core rotating. It also ties in with cycles of sea level rise and the length of the day. What? 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 <laughs> now the length of the day I get, it probably speeds up or slows down the rotation of the planet by like, you know, a second. Half a millisecond. We're looking yeah. at on the order of half a millisecond. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop de do. I I wow. need that in the I need that in the morning from a mess. <laughs> need that half a millisecond. <laughs> uh, there it is. It's gone. <laughs> um yeah, and so uh yeah. So that's it, this basically what, the the final wait, argument. Wait, can, can we back this up? I, I I made light of half of a millisecond. Yeah, but over a million years, that would be half of a second. So, carry on. I mean, we <laughs> do, yeah, the day, we know the days are getting longer because um, when the Earth first formed, days were twenty two hours. Yeah. And here so, we are, four billion years later, and they're twenty-four hours. Yeah, I mean so that's not by nothing. The, by the time I die, yeah, <laughs> it'll be twenty-four hours. They're, they're going to be thirty hours. <laughs> so, but yes, so, yes, the, the it will adjust the speed of the rotation of the planet. But sea level, I, yeah, I'm interested to hear about this. Uh, so am I, but, uh, because. Yes. Well, I mean, I I don't know how sea level affects the inner core and the outer core, but sea level can affect the rotation of Earth. It's like earthquakes can affect the rotation of the Earth. You might hear during, like, after a big earthquake, you know, on the news, they'll say, like, it changed the length of a day. And it's because when you shift where mass is, you shift how we rotate. If, if you know if if you spread it out more we're going to rotate slower 
Whereas if you condense it a little more, concentrate it in one area, you can speed it up. Like and your so figure I, skater idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Con- uh, m- conservation momentum, ang- or was it, what is that called? Mm-hmm. Conservation momentum, right? Angular momentum. Angular momentum, right? Yeah. I bet you there's a cosine involved in that equation. Mm-hmm. There is. I've, yeah. That's just making that up. Is that a rhetorical like statement? Right yeah, there? a little. But uh, no, there is. <laughs> it's one of the, the phys- few things from physics. Are, is, yeah, physics called. one from. Yeah. So this says uh, the global mean sea level variation and global mean temperature variation. The old saying also has implications with climate. Um, eh, so- let's not. Let's not try and connect all the dots. Well, that's what they're doing in this paper. They're connecting all the dots. And also, mm-hmm. it connects with the Earth's magnetic field. But I want to get back to the Ma- sea Magnetic level. field, I, I don't... I'm in. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, we're talking about the inner outer core. Yeah. So let me just read this real fast. The global mean sea level variation and the global mean temperature variations are in phase with the magnetic field changes and the length of day variations, respectively. It can't be that much for sea level. Like, I wouldn't expect it. You know, you're not going to be seeing like a. I would. I, it doesn't say anything about the differences. I think that's another paper. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like I'd need a lot more evidence on that because just like Jesse said, when you have a big earthquake, you're shifting around mass. So is the sea level being measured at that point where the relative height of things changed? Or is it global sea level all all across the planet? So uh, it, it just I would just need to see a lot more and data on that. So not everyone is on board with this idea. It's two millimeters, and it changes sea level by two millimeters. So that's less than what we see uh, over the eustatic change over a year. Yeah, three point four. Yeah, and they're saying it's about current rate. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I misread this. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Uh, that's not correct. <laughs> Forget I yeah. said that. So, uh, at some point, like, you've got this interesting idea and you've got this data that sort of supports it. You don't need to make these big claims like yeah why why add these other grandiose claims on top of it why not just say hey this is what we measured so should we throw in here how there's other folks who are not on board with this so yeah real fast i found the sea level thing they're referring to and they're saying that there's a 64 year oscillation of sea level that can reach 10 to 18 millimeters in some regions but the average amplitude for the global ocean is only about 1.12 millimeters. So I guess in some places it has a larger effect of over a centimeter. And I'm going to go have to go out on a limb here and say 1.1 millimeters over 64 years might be within the margin of error. It's definitely going to be cloaked one with, millimeter it's gonna be it's gonna be overwritten by eustatic sea level rise or or anything yeah one millimeter over 64 yeah, years like let's just yeah. calm down <laughs> i i guess yeah i'm i'm sorry i'm getting a little no 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 i mean i'm i mean the the authors here like just stick to the yeah, stick to the hits yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was, I agree. It, it seemed, yeah, it seemed like an unnecessary addition. But I guess you're trying to find some sort of explanation for why you have this periodicity, why you have like this 70 year cycle mm-hmm. of, of speeding up and slowing down. And to see if it shows up in other things. Yeah, and they, they're talking about the the length of day. That's the thing. That's on a sixty-five year isolation or oscillation cycle. Um, the sea level things on a sixty-four year isolation cycle, and it, it's just uh, 
You're saying that it, it's consistent with Earth's magnetic field dipole changes. Hmm, I got to look into that more. Um, anyway. So there's, there's, I mean, the, there was, you know, with this study, there was another group that came out and said, yeah, we, we actually see speeding up and slowing down, but we, we don't see it as they see it today. We saw sub rotation, um, in the seventies and then it actually started super rotating again in the seventies and then it's been super rotating since. This one study used nuclear U.S. nuclear tests from '69 to '71. USA, USA, which it's the same idea, right? So outside of earthquakes, the only thing um, earthquakes and some really really large volcanoes, the only other thing that can generate enough energy to travel through the Earth is nuclear tests. Well, there's one other thing. What's that? Doesn't happen very often, though. Impacts. Yeah, you get a big rock hitting Earth at Mach 50. That's going to create some (laughs) seismic waves. (laughs) Ah, I don't believe in those. Oh, okay. okay. um, Continue. (laughs) Here's just a fun fact. From 69 to 71, do you know how many nuclear tests there were? Oh, Uh, like 2,000? No. Don't don't be silly. It's a huge number. Yes. U.S. nuclear tests. It's not that big. Three? But from no, 69 to what 71, is... it's only two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't paying attention to the numbers. Yeah. How many? <clears throat> so there was 68 tests mm-hmm. fired 102 nuclear weapons. That's still 102. That's that's 50 a year then, right? Yeah. That's it was 78 uh, in 69. Yeah, so basically what one a week for two years. And 71, 70 to 71 was 20, 24. So yeah, one every other week. 70, yeah. <clears throat> 71 to 72, there were 39. So I guess I should do all of those. So there was um 68, 90, there was 102 tests and 161 nuclear weapons fired. It's a lot. So they're they're you know, roughly all firing from the same spot. So do you well, know what the 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 number is the the nuclear the official that we know of number total? of nuclear tests by the by the United States alone? Yeah, what would you think? Uh, I've got a thousand here. Oh, you were looking at the answer. One thousand fifty four. Oh, I've got one thousand eleven hundred thirty two. Oh, you got a different <laughs> number. Yeah. Huh. Jesse's on the CIA website. I see one thousand. There's another one. One thousand thirty. Yeah, I got one thousand thirty tests. One thousand thirty-two tests. Uh huh. Eleven hundred thirty-two weapons fired. Hmm. So sometimes you could have a test and you fire multiple. A couple of those weapons. A couple of those tests were peaceful use tests, which would be like plowshare fund or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that that's an ins- insane story. We we we'll, maybe we'll save that for the Patreon extra. Oh uh, yeah, we should do an episode on that. That's inc- it's an incredible idea. Yeah, I don't but know, um, we should do this. Cause I'm not aware of this. Uh, some of them are like safety experiments and so on and so forth. So uh, in any case, it's it's that same idea where you know you know exactly where it's occurring. And so you can track how the waves move through the earth. And so there was a group that used all of that data. Um, and, and, and they're sort of, they're, they're saying, well, it might not be. There's actually a whole other group that says, actually the, the inner core is not rotating faster. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? Uh, they're saying it's a misinterpretation of of seismic data. It's actually um, tomography. So it's it's the the shape of um, it's the shape of the inner core. Wow! So it's, it's not actually s- spinning or slowing down. Or how are they? Do you know? Do you know what they're? How do you confuse the shape for rotation? Because it's one thing is just so. So you can. 
if it's not a perfect sphere, right? If you have some, yeah. if you have some surface roughness, okay. Or if you have, if it's imbalanced, the way you're making the assumption that the waves are traveling through this perfect sphere, but if there is, you know, any sort of um, surface roughness or something, yeah the waves would travel at different, they would bounce off it differently or they travel through it differently. So, I mean, um, that's a good point because the earth is not a perfect sphere. It's an oblate spheroid. Yeah. Bulge is a little bit at the equator. So, so I mean, this, this is one of the, I, not the same study. I don't think I didn't read it. Um, classic research we do for this program. I didn't actually read it, but, um, one of the ideas about why we have periodic flipping of the magnetic field. And that's what at some point this gets at is sort of the, these unknowns about the magnetic field. Why does the magnetic field reverse periodically? And, and in this case, the idea is the inner core or the one thing I, I remember reading a couple of years ago, the inner core actually isn't a perfect sphere. It 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 um it crystallizes on one hemisphere, one pole differently. So the outer core is cooling, and as it cools off, because the earth is cooling, as it cools off, it crystallizes onto the inner core. And so you have crystallization that's occurring preferentially on on one side i guess mm -hmm. and so that creates this imbalance and as it's rotating if it crystallizes too much it becomes you know imbalance it becomes wobbly and sort of flips over yeah so it's rotating differently yeah and so that that's one of these ideas about maybe why the magnetic field reverses whatever happened to the um Man, I remember we talked about it years and years ago on the podcast in like like 2015 or something like that, right? So we're going real far throwback here uh, about the inner core actually be, being broken up into two other sublayers, the outer inner core and the inner inner core. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So it sounds really familiar. Yeah. That was like one of our first episodes. Uh, we were talking about that. Any, have you heard anything about that? I, I just heard that one article or read that one article years ago about that. And I haven't, I haven't I mean, uh, it's, come across anything. It, it's a little tough because the three of us work on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't necessarily keep up with the literature of the deepest parts of the earth. We're not a very diverse group of geologists. Actually, we all pretty much study very close to the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it doesn't stop us from trying to explain these topics? <laughs> it's fun to talk about. Fun to, yeah, fun no, to it's think. it's listen. It's fun to get out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Right? It is interesting. We're we're touching the topics no one else wants to touch. Exactly. That's it. That's 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 it. Yeah. Except for major media outlets that covered this this week. But <laughs> other than them, it's all fake news, anyways. I wouldn't try. I don't trust them. <laughs> Um, so well, there was oh go ahead no i was just gonna say it's it's very interesting no it's it's really cool to try to you know figure out what's going on the inside of the earth and and i think the the one where do i have it uh let me pull up the page here the one thing they kind of close with is that um the earth seems to behave as a resonating system that involves all the major layers of the solid earth from the surface to the inner core and so i guess that's where they're, they're trying to bring in you know the length of the day changes uh the sea level climate stuff the magnetic stuff the magnetic field stuff they're just trying to trying to link it all and saying it's it's uh there's some there's some kind of similar uh um some some something's going on with the earth that I was, I was resonating and it's uh it's it seems like there's a pattern that's that's that connects across the entire earth so uh yeah. i do think that there needs to be more work done on this yeah and and, yeah. and i love i love the thinking outside the box 
you know, of what what's actually going on here. Uh and taking existing data and just looking at it in a different way. That's that's always fun. Yeah. Or super duper boring, whatever, you know. <laughs> it could go one way or the other. It, it could, you know, it's a it's a hit or miss situation. So so I did so the one thing I, I uh in some of the the news articles that I read about this, I did see some things that were incorrect uh that I'd like to point out. Uh depending on what your news source, I did see a lot of people, I shouldn't say people, I saw a lot of stories um with bad information about what the core is made of. I saw some news stories saying that the core is is liquid and is molten. It's like, well, no, the whole thing isn't molten. They weren't being, you know, specific. They're making it sound like the entire and maybe it's just the way that I read it, but it's some of the I didn't agree with how some of these news stories were just describing the the core of the earth. You know, the the inner core is solid and the outer core is liquid. Some of these news stories weren't they weren't doing a good job of explaining that. And then there's some some other like I uh some um and I guess how can I phrase this um and as this has uh nothing to do well it does have something it is linked with the Earth's magnetic field but this just because of the the rotation of the inner core this isn't going to like shut off the the Earth's magnetic field and I think that's what you know we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago is you know the Earth the Earth's magnetic field does randomly shut off and then turn back on flipped upside down right flipped 100 with reverse polarity and uh this this has nothing to do with any with the magnetic field well it does technically because you know uh but it's not like anything like the magnetic field is going to shut off because the rotation of the the inner core stopped at least that's my take on it so just want to get those couple misnomers out there yeah uh, i yeah. I did consider starting this episode by screaming, saying we're all going to die. <laughs> well, we are. Eventually, we are. everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go, some, go sometime. We're all going to die. I don't so, know when. Um, we'll see what happens. See where this, see where this, uh, this, you know, this concept yeah, goes. We'll definitely follow up on this article. And, and not for nothing, man, these authors got some, got some legs. Just from making these bold statements, yeah. Um, yeah. Whether so. whether or not they're good legs or bad legs, but they got some press out of it. If they get some press out of it. That's uh, that's um, that's true. Um, They'll probably get tenure. If I think the one person's like a department head, mm. they wrote it, so I think they already have tenure. Um, what's the quote by Carl Sagan? I want to I want to end with a quote by Carl Sagan here. Uh, it's not fantastic claims call for fantastic. Uh, oh, geez, it's one of my favorite Ex- calls. Ex- extraordinary. extraordinary. Yes, extraordinary claims call for extraordinary evidence. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse, uh, and thank you, the late great Carl Sagan. Yeah. Um, so I love that quote because if you want to say something extraordinary. You better, you, you better, you know, put your money where your mouth is. You better have some extraordinary, extraordinary evidence to for these extraordinary claims. And so, not I'm not saying these claims of the inner core rotating or the is the extraordinary part. Uh, I think the whole thing about linking this with, I'd like to see some more information, some more data about linking this, how the inner core affects you know, is linked into this whole, you know. Um, resonating Earth thing, you know, in terms of length of day, and mm-hmm. especially the sea level stuff. I, you know, I, I maybe I, yeah, I, I just like to see some more information on that. Some yeah, don't don't get me wrong. The, the periodicity does seem to correlate, but I'm gonna need to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep an eye out. Put, uh, you know, see where this goes in the in the future, but uh, it'll be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Make sure you check out our website. There you go. Uh, you know, if you like us, hit us up on patreon.com. If you, uh, you know, if you like us, tell a friend. It's the best way, you know, we get out there. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's easy to do. It's, it's free. And 
plus it, it just helps us out and plus you're being awesome if you do that too so you're probably already awesome because you're let's face it if you're listening to this podcast you are awesome you are awesome (laughs) yeah you could be awesomer if you tell a friend (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe that should be our new line of merch you know how i know i'm awesome i listen to the geology flannel cast (laughs) there you go so yeah patreon.com slash geology flannel cast if you want to help us out on there pay the bills keep the lights on here at the flannel cast uh, we got some merch, some fun things. We get some, check out the coffee mugs we got on the website, geologyfinalcast.com. You can check out the merch there. Get some stickers, uh, some T-shirts, some, all sorts of fun stuff there. Um, yeah, check us out on Instagram, social media stuff. We're out there. Um, Man, so we got one thing left to do, gentlemen. What we all look forward to every night. This is this is the only reason I do the podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, I got a, got a good one. Yep. Little little band called Dead or Alive. Spin me right round. Oh, oh, spin me right round, baby. <laughs> right round. Nice. <laughs> that was good. when I was saying that. I was every week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesse. Does never ceases to amaze me. There was that one week he didn't have a song. I forgive him for that. Don't worry. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one out of like 156 episodes. But this guy, you want to talk about just you know bringing the heat week in <laughs> and week out. These songs, he's just he he just he has a knack for this stuff. And, and I don't know. Once we start talking about the website or whatever, does he just get on the internet and just start just googles like uh, you know <laughs> inner core songs? I don't. Yeah. I don't no, want one. Know. I don't want to know how genius works. Okay. Let's not figure out how the sausage is made. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's going on in that head of his. You know, I'm sure nobody wants to know what's going on between those ears. Just like, you want to hear demons screaming. (laughs) If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's great. Great as it. But spin me right round. That's awesome. That's, that's perfect. You know, I, I I've heard that song a bazillion times. I didn't know what the band name was. I I will say I googled the band name. Ah, uh, yeah, but it it definitely yeah. See, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Is this going to make me? <laughs> it's going to disappoint me. So, uh, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You can hum that song in your head to yourself while uh, we are fading out for the day. So here we go, signing out. Thanks for listening to the geology. Another fun and exciting episode of the Geology Flannel Cast. Be sure to tune in next time. Take care and uh, have a great day, everyone. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by.